Arm to the teeth like Anderson Peck. You are locked into another episode of the Game on Trial podcast, where two brothers, Desmond and Rod Curry, debate long-standing barbershop topics to be considered and judged by yours truly, the judge and a jury. My name is Tuki Tate, and this is the Game on Trial podcast. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, find the defendant guilty. Let me tell you, we were at our best as a people when we truly functioned off that principle, civil rights era, right? Right before the civil rights era, we were, we were, we were just, I mean, it's hard to say, man. We were just like uh, self-sufficient, more self-sufficient than we are now, which is crazy because it was, what's that? Fucking 40 years ago, 50 years ago? I don't know. More than that. Mm -hmm. Damn, my math is all fucked up. That was a long damn time ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. what do you say? Episode nine? We are in episode nine. We are. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, seis, Almost. ocho. Nope, siete. Siete, ocho. Mm -hmm. New wave. There you go. Boom, he, boom, made boom. he made it. Episode new wave. He paid attention in Spanish a little bit, slightly. Hey, osmosis. I'm dating Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> it comes through uh, every time we kiss. I learned a new word. You know what? Welcome back to another episode of The Game on Trial. As you can see, we are in high spirits today. Desmond's always in high spirits. Hey. But yeah, um, we are preparing for... The Grammys. Hey. Figure we'd give y'all's y'all a, a little preview as we slide into Grammy season. Um, this is a fun episode and an informative episode for me. Um, as we discussed pre <laughs> pre episode. I'm I haven't I don't really follow the Grammys, but before we get into that, let's start off with our docket, gentlemen. How were your weeks? Uh, let's start with you, Des. Um, my week's been cool, to be honest. Nothing really stood out. Uh, nothing new on the Meek Mill front, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 uh, but you know what? I, I did, he did make an apology to Vanessa Bryant uh, in that whole situation. And I'm not even sure if the song is going to come out. So as it stands today, um, I will be doing 100 Percepts of Dreams and Nightmares. So <laughs> he's not officially out of my playlist. Um, but there is another artist I want to talk about that did uh, make news this past week. And that's Bruno Mars doing, uh, he's making his uh, comeback, official comeback. And he's doing it with Anderson Pack. Uh, the name of the group, or I guess the album is going to be called Sonic Soul, which is... Dope name, you know, sounds good. Mm -hmm. And I had the, I had the group chat about this as soon as I saw it. I'm going to be completely honest. And uh, I said, as much as I love Bruno, his Steven ass is riding another wave. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the blasphemy. Yes, yes, yes. So let let me let me expand on that. I feel yes. like Bruno 
is a pop star. And I feel like he wants to be a part of our culture so fucking bad. Like, where is baby? I'll catch this grenade for you. You know what I mean? And I feel like once. Well, first of all, this has already been a topic of discussion a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if you guys remember where <clears throat> a clip went viral of people talking about if he was a culture vulture or not. And mm-hmm. that, yeah. So I'm not even going to get into all of that because at the end of the day, uh, his music is good. I listen to it. Uh, he is a great live performer. But my whole reason of saying that I don't really like this, even though it's going to sound good, is simply because Bruno doesn't have a wave. He's a pop star. And now he really wants to be in our culture so bad to where you take four years off. And you come back with this? <laughs> hold you, up, sir. Hold you, up. Hold up. I, I'm, I'm a little hold finish. Up. Hold up. Let like, me go next up. Go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So go here's ahead. the thing. Got? So this is where we go to the docket, and it just turned into a case. Oh, so, let's go. Yeah, so I, listen, I feel like Bruno has his audience, has his core audience, right? And there, there are certain type of people who like Bruno. And I'm, I'm here to argue that... I know those people, and those people want Bruno riding that wave. It's a feeling. It's a feeling back to Prince. It's a feeling back to Morris mm. Day. It's Thanks. a feeling. It's a feeling back to like the funk era. They love the fact that he's riding that wave because they love that music. Mm. So without him they doing it, me. that music is dead. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. So Bruno Mars serves a purpose, whether he's jacking or not. And I'm gonna tell you like this. And I'm gonna leave you with this little nugget. Let's go. There's nothing. Like my man Nas said, there's nothing new under the sun. Whatever's been created has already been Thank done. You. So we are okay. all riding okay. some type of okay. wave. Oh, we not, are all no, influenced no, by no, somebody. No, no, no. Nas sounds no, like not, sounds not like at uh, all. Uh, uh, okay, uh, okay, uh, okay, no, no. PMD. I think I rock him. Let, let me hit you with this. Who does Anderson Pack? And, and, and you know what? Before we even go on this Anderson Pack wave, I'm going to be mm-hmm. completely honest. I'm not the biggest Anderson Pack fan. I, I became hip to him uh, with his 2018 uh, single, uh, I forgot the name of it, but that album sounded like nothing I have ever heard before. So you tell me what, what Anderson Pack sounds like. Obviously people have been well, inspired he, and influenced, he, but he has created his own wave and own genre in, in this music thing. So with Bruno Mars, who is a fucking pop star to come back and come back with the most creative fucking artist that's out right now, in my opinion, whether you like his music or not, this motherfucker is playing guitars. His, his voice is an instrument in itself. He plays around with melodies. So for Bruno Mars to come back and for you to say people want him to do it, of yes, course, he, you know what? He didn't win a Grammy until he did it. So of course people want to hear it from him. But for me, he's a fucking pop star. Let me address no. this. I don't know enough about Anderson Pack to say, but I'm going to tell you like this. There's somebody that knows Anderson Pack well enough to tell you who he was influenced by. You know what I mean? They be like, oh, I can hear it. You know what I mean? Somebody knows Anderson Pack well enough. Just because I know Bruno Mars well enough to tell you who he was influenced by. Oh, we, we all know who he was influenced by. by. We, no, we all know who's influenced by. Well, so, but, but no, 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 every no. artist has no, that no, element. No, no, no. So, 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 no, bro. So, so my thing is. As a pop star, pop stars have their own wave. So you 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 could say that um uh uh what's what's old boy's name? Um post. 
So when, when, when Post came in, he created his own wave. Um, you, you know what? Uh, there's a popular... So Post Malone, Post Malone isn't uh, a white Travis no, Scott? No, look, let me finish. So I'm just right. saying. No, no, no. Exactly. I'm just saying. And you then, know, you, white Travis Scott. But, no, but he's not. <laughs> I feel, he's not. Right, I agree with what you said. There's nothing new under the sun. I don't know if you're familiar with Snow Allegra. She's a vibe right now. Mm. But also, everybody says she sounds just like Sade. You know what I mean? Like, if it, I, I don't, if it works, it works. As an artist, you're trying to make money. You're trying to put out shit that people like. In my opinion, people, like, the pop, the pop genre itself has so much shit in there. So it's possible for, in my opinion, Bruno Mars to have this soulful vibe and still be considered as a pop singer. I don't feel like Bruno Mars is considered R&B to me or, you know what I mean? He doesn't, he doesn't go rhythm and soul for me. He still is a pop singer. And that was when he did his last album. When I tell you, I love that last album from top to bottom. And it had songs like Perm and stuff. You know what I mean? But you know what? I'll I'll put it to you this way. The reason it feels weird to me is because I'm, I I think it's gimmicky. And just to give you, to give you the timeline of it, Bruno Mars dropped his first album in 2010, Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Shit was fire, had Grenade on it, Marry You, uh, the lazy song. He came back 2012, an orthodox jukebox, another pop album. He waited four years, came back with 24 Karat Magic. He's waited five years to come back, and now he's doing a joint album with Anderson Pack. It seems gimmicky to me. Is it the time period that they're t- that he's take took away, or what is it that makes it gimmicky? Uh, uh, just sitting back waiting, and then as you, as a pop star who was so fucking dominant when you came out, for you to sit back and wait to see what the wave is to come back out and do a joint project instead of coming out with something that's so fucking explosives the way the Beyonce's, the Lady Gaga's, the Ed Sheeran's, the way the other pop stars do it for you to come back like this. I think it's, I think it's a little gimmicky. Yo, man, you may be looking at it the wrong way, bro, because I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna tell you the happiest man in the room is Anderson Pack. because now, listen, oh, of course. his fans, Go ahead. you know what I'm saying? His Go fans, ahead. and not to, not to mention, it's good for music, because if Anderson Pack is who you say he is, we need to be exposed to him. But he's, that's, no doubt. No do doubt. you remember yeah. Anderson Pack's Malibu album? Mm. I can't no say doubt. that I was all him like that. I know a Me little either. bit. When I, that's Malibu was an old vibe. That's why I fucked with that album because it was all old school vibes on every single one of those songs. But it was the new spin that Anderson Pack's voice, Anderson Pack's mm-hmm. voice puts on it and his drumming puts on it. It was an old fucking vibe. So them two putting this together only makes sense to me. This is going to be lit. This is going to be Sunday evenings. This is going to be cleaning. Girl, it's gonna album. Be good. This is going to be a vibe. It's going to be good. But Rod, you made you made a great point to where it's going to be to me, this is a great move for Anderson Pack. This That's is right. benef- this is beneficial for both of them, and it's yeah. going to be a fucking anthem for whenever it comes. If it's going to be a summer album, it's going to be an anthem. And you know what? I'm not hating on it. It's going to be good music, and it's going to be very beneficial for Anderson Pack to come back out. Well, he just dropped, but to have a project with someone who's as big as Bruno Mars, it's going to be good music. But for the core, I'm not even a core Bruno Mars fan. But say if I was a Bruno Mars fan the same way I was a Drake, 
I would not be happy. I think I understand. I, listen, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think I understand where you're coming from. So for you, for Bruno Mars, this is almost low picking fruit. Like this was easy. Of I'm going to get this dude because this, this shit is a, a nice wave coming up. And it makes sense. Easy. I'm going to make money. I don't have to really be creative. But wait. Why else didn't before you drop you, in, in, in Before you make that assumption, wait till the, the music drops. You never no, know what's no, going to come out of that duo. I, it's going to be good. We all know it's going to be good. <laughs> and who knows? Anderson Park might bring him back or bring him his sound to a more... It could be... So- you know what I mean? A newer sound. Who knows? Because... And that ended, did you see? Did you hear Anderson Pox and Under Three Thousand song? Oh, uh, wasn't it? It's, I think I did. I can't remember. It was on Let's his see. last album, but it yeah, would have been I nothing. I wouldn't have expected Andre to get on there. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a whole vibe. But it, like I said, Malibu was a vibe for me, and that was Come Home was the name of oh, it. Oh, Ventura. Yep. Yeah. I didn't get put on him until Oxnard, and that was um, what song oh, yeah. was that? The Who Are You, I think was the name of it. Yeah, Malibu. Malibu was, was the late. first album by Anderson Pot that I had listened to. And that came out in 2016. Mm. And I think he had been making music before that. But yeah, the man is amazing. Like I said, that from that first album to, I mean, that first album I was put on to him, the Oxford to Ventura, his uh, most recent album. To me, that sounds like nothing I've ever heard before. You, the same way we talk and give credit to, <clears throat> excuse me, the same way we talk and give credit to Frank Ocean and how powerful Channel Orange was, I feel like Anderson Pack. those two albums were bangers back to back the same way. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to go back and do my homework on them, be honest. Yeah, yeah. He's been giving me old vibes. Did you, and then he has a song with Cord, Corday. Corday, yep. Did you see the video for it? Mm-mm. It's an old school basketball game. Like where they got on the short shorts and the afros and like he's oh, been true. old school. He's been old school. I think that's what separates him. So give yeah. him a chance so, before you diss so. him. Don't call my brother even no more. <laughs> Bree loves him too. I love him. That's all I have for the docket. He good for old people too, bro. <laughs> and I'm not talking about like my age. I'm talking about like my grandma. My, my grandma can go to cookout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like he's like cook. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Their music is probably gonna be good cookout music and good riding around the city, like on a Sunday evening music. Every now and then we get good, good, good stuff like that. No doubt, no doubt. So what about you, Rod? How was your week? Man, it was, uh, I had a busy week as far as work is concerned and, you know, mess up with my kids and stuff, but nothing really stood out for me on the docket this week. I can't even lie. Like, I just, it was, uh, I didn't really do my social media dive like like I, I normally do. I did do a dive on the topic today, but not the so, not the normal social media mm-hmm. dive, so. Okay. okay. What about you, too? Um... Only thing that I saw that caught my eye, um, apparently Deb Anthony, um, y'all know, y'all familiar with Deb, right? Uh, Walker's mom. She, yeah, yeah, she's, she went on Drink Champs recently. Yeah, she did. Talk about it. Um, And she named dropped my butt and sis. Y'all gonna have to start keeping Gucci name out y'all mouth. For real. <laughs> um, so Deb said that uh apparently 
French's intro into the Atlanta into Atlanta was from Waka that Gucci really didn't like French Montana in the beginning. Um, and she also said that they were in the studio and um, French asked to do a song with Gucci and he paid Gucci Man $5,000 for the feature. She says that he was in the studio waiting and Gucci just left out the back door. Okay. So okay. she says Gucci took the money and left. Sounds about right. He's a Santa. Hmm. My and question the is, the have any civil actions been made towards this? I I respect Deb as a matriarch in hip hop and new hip hop and recent, you know what I mean? The new word hip hop. Deb, I I remember 1017 and Walker and all that in the beginning. So she's been in the game for a good minute. If if nothing came out of that, nothing's going to come out of that. Why are you still name bashing this man? Like, I get the beef. I get that he probably fucked Walker over from what I understand he did fuck Walker over. <laughs> but what's the point of still talking about it and gossiping about it over and over and over again? I'm gonna let it go. She, I get it. I, I respect her way too much for her to be just still with the, the gossip and talk. Apparently, Gucci's name's always going to be a hot topic. But even more so, apparently in there, she was saying when she met Safari, she thought that he was gay. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she said she thought funny. that Safari was like who she was just hanging out with. But, <laughs> you know, oh, it's... I don't know. It's just hmm. if I'm once I'm on Deb's level, y'all gonna have to miss me with this PN talk. If like y'all, this is this look. This is is this gonna make me some money? Y'all talking about some money? Other I'm than that, say, if you think this is her attempt trying to just try to still be relevant, let me go ahead and name drop some people on drink champs. I don't. Deb has, I'm sure, has multiple venues of cash coming in right now where she do not need to even insert herself in these kind of conversations to make her relevant. Mm. I, I don't think she needs this. Uh, I mean, Corona hit everybody differently, but I just, mm, I don't, I, I would have stayed away from this. I, like, I get Drink Champs is the messy show. Um <laughs> And I know once you start drinking, you start talking, but I, I think I just would have been on another level. But then again, you know, dealt from New York. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for me. This was a, a busy week for me as well. I don't know where the hell February went. Oh, tell me about it. Black people were given the shortest month of the year. And this year was only two weeks. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Like I know what they're doing. Yeah, but yeah, that's it for me. And sounds like that's it for our docket. So we'll go ahead and get into our topic. So again, guys, the Grammys are on the 14th. Uh, let's see. I completely forgot. I want to say they're on the 14th. They are. March 14th. That is correct. It will be showing on CBS. Boom. Um, this is the 63rd Grammys. I, I, I again, I'm not a Grammy 
a consistent viewer. Uh, I think when I do watch it, it is for the performances, not because I care who wins. Um, but this year I'm going to care because <laughs> <laughs> we will be announcing who we think is going to be the winners for each category. Well, we're just going to go through some that we care about. Not saying that we don't care about country music, but we're just not going to talk about it. You know I like my Luke Bryant. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to cover them. Um, Today we're going to discuss the nine R&B and rap uh, category, nomination categories, and give you all our picks. Um, Are you a follower of the Grammys, Rod? Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> we talked about it a little earlier. It makes me laugh. Not really. Like I stopped kind of caring about the categories a while ago, although I'm the type of guy that pays attention afterwards in the after talk because that always becomes like one of the greatest things in hip hop to me, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, the snubs and all that type of shit is mm-hmm. awesome. But I do watch the Grammys in the sense that I will pay attention to the performances. Like, you gotcha. know, if a yeah. performance is on or somebody's performing that I, you know, I flip through. It's, it's always coming on with some sporting event. So, you know, I flip through and see who's performing. And when mm-hmm. they come on, I may watch, you know, certain people's stuff. So do they have who's performing already? Like, do we know who's going to be performing during the show or is that something they just let us you know? know with COVID this year, I don't even know if they're <gasps> right. having. Because I don't they even were... know how they're doing it, to be honest with you. I heard something about it early on, but things have changed so much since I've heard that. Because BET was remote, right? Mm-hmm. Or they were separate. They weren't, like, in an audience. So they might do it oh. like that, where it's, like, performances separate. Well, it does say performers coming soon. It looks like it's going to be hosted by Trevor Noah. Okay. Um, this should be funny. Yeah, I like so Trevor they, Noah. Maybe going back to a little bit of an old-school um, format. But listen... Let's let's recognize that they got uh um somebody of color. A nigga, a nigga, nigga, a nigga, hey. nigga. <laughs> from Africa. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Um, do y'all think that the current culture is gonna persuade the the winners at all? Yes. Do you think because it's like no. <laughs> a, a black empowerment or black record? recognition phase that it'll change anything no yes because you know what they didn't like i was saying before in pre-production when they didn't even give it to hove when they were honoring him that year and that's a goat of our community but it's different now they scared the hurt people feelings and get and get put on yeah the media the media judge is is crucial right now this is the beginning of the more fair i'm telling you dog i just think it matters this year we'll see when it comes album of the year Oh, yeah. Album of the um, I mean, <laughs> but how many we were going over earlier? How many people are black that were nominated for album of the year in the past or no? No, well, we're talking about this year. We this are year. not talking about in the past because yeah, the past we know there's been millions hmm. and millions of snubs of, of millions. Um, millions. Janae Iko, she's a person of color. Is I'm looking up these these people. So I have it would have to be you know her. Um, as much as I love Taylor, I don't think folk wash your win. I'm not playing with you. No, for real, I'm just saying I don't think it's your win. Um, and 
Hollywood bleep. You know what? We're getting into. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's right. We'll talk about it next week, yo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get on it next week. And we'll, anyway, we'll have the format down next week, too. This week, we will start off with our R&B categories. Um, are we revealing what the loser has to do? Are we, y'all, we are making a challenge out of this here Grammy episode uh, premiere or yeah, out of these Grammy episodes, we are giving you all our choices and the host who picks the least correct artist will have to do the Junebug challenge. Now, I personally have been practicing. Okay. Um, I think that I'm ready just for the reason that I, again, I'm not familiar with the Grammys. So I'm going to be going off of who I think people going to like and who I like and hmm. just hope that that is right. So, yeah, we are going to be posting this Junebug yes. Challenge winner. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to be posting the Junebug Challenge winner <laughs> to our uh, social media platforms. So yes. look out for Rod because <laughs> he's oh, ready. Okay. That's going to be a good one. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. I practice my June bug a little hey. bit. <laughs> All right, y'all. So first up, it is the best R&B performance category. Now, would you all like me to give all of the nominations? I probably should give all the nominees. Okay, yeah, so best R&B performance. Up first, we have Lightning and Thunder by Janae Aiko featuring John Legend. Black Parade by Queen B. All I Need by Jacob Collier featuring Mahalia and Todd Dallasan, Goat Head by Brittany Howard, and See Me by Emily King. Rod, who is your pick? Isn't it obvious? <laughs> Queen. <laughs> Yonce. But that Black Parade rocks so damn hard. Yo, have y'all seen the performances on YouTube, the Black Parade? Like the Harlem performance? Yeah. Yo, go Google, though. I mean, go okay. YouTube, the Harlem performance of Black Parade. This shit is hard. Yo, yeah. Basically, yeah. All right. We we got you, Des. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think there's any debate on this. It's Beyonce, Black Parade. No doubt. No doubt about it. And y'all don't even have to. We can go on to the next question. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know who I'm going with. All right. And for those who don't know, that's Beyonce. (laughs) All right. Next question. I mean, next category. I'm sorry. Best traditional R&B performance. They break these categories down in like so many ways. Now, traditional, I'm assuming, is with the live audience, correct? Well, what I got from it from when I was doing my research and listening to the songs, when they mean traditional R&B, we're talking about like the way it's formatted, the way it sounds. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, these songs are obviously inspired by a different time. Like like uh, Black Parade doesn't sound like any of the songs in mm-hmm. this category. You gotcha. know what I'm Good point. OK, so the nominees for this category are Sit On Down by the Baylor Project featuring John Baylor and Marcus Baylor. Wonder What She Thinks of Me by Chloe and Haley. Let Me Go by Mikhail Kilgore. Or is it Michael? It might be Michael Kilgore. Mm. And Anything For You by Lettucey and Distance by Yeba. Rod? Just let me tell you, this was the hardest category to pick. You did some fire songs in this category. 
All right. So my wonder went uh, to wonder what she thinks of me, Chola Haley, but Michael Kilgore's song is a flame, yo. Mm. For real. So you picking Michael or Chloe and Haley? I'm going with I'm going with Chloe and Haley. All right. This I'm writing down these these um so don't try to back out. Bet, bet, bet. Uh, of course, there's no debate again. Chloe and Haley, these two young black ladies are like angels to me. Um, I've seen them grow up on uh, TV. Mm-hmm. They're on Grownish now, which is a great show. Mm-hmm. And the way that they sing, it is amazing. You know, I, I love these little girls. They they have to get this Grammy. Absolutely. I think they got this one in a bag, bro. And I will agree with you all on that pick. Um, Chloe and Haley are my choice as well. Next category is best R&B. We have Better Than I Imagined. That is by Robert Glasper. Um, Black Parade Again from Beyonce. Um, Collide by Tiana Major Nye and Earth Gang. Do It by Chloe and Haley. Um, Slow Down and Slow Down by Skip Marley and her. This was a tough this one. This is a tough one. This one's this good. This is the second toughest one. This, this is good. One. All right, Des, you go first. Oh, man. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go with my heart on this one. And my heart is telling me that Chloe and Bailey, they're going to rack up these Grammys. And Chloe and- you said Chloe and Haley again? Yeah, because that song, Do It, not not Do only it. is it like a female anthem, it makes me feel great, too. It's a you good know? song. Oh, my gosh. They, it's a good song. They're getting this one. All right, right. Well, just let me say, the song, I'm going I'm to start by saying this. It's, it's going to be a song that's, that's not going to get any consideration in this category, but Collide is hot. It's not going to win. <laughs> Collide is hot. But, um, yeah, man. Queen, Yonsei, this is a question. Yeah. Mm. So you got Black Parade. Okay. Man, Black Parade is like, it, Black Parade plays in my head on a constant. I fucks with that song, yo. For we, real. We have our first, our first difference. Yeah. And even though I don't believe they, I hate to say it won't win, I, that Slow Down by Skip yes. Marley and her. Yes. Um. Yeah. But I think Oh, this was a tough one. I feel like common sense would tell me Black Parade, but I'm going to go with Better Than I Imagined. Um, Robert Glasper okay. and her. Well, and Michelle, I can't say it, the last name. But... It's getting, I go, I go, I go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it either. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with Better Than I Imagined. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. All right, so our next category is Best Progressive R&B Album. First up, we have Chalumbo from Janae Aiko. We have Ungodly Hour by Chloe and Haley. Free Nationals by Free Nationals. F Your Feelings by Robert Glasper. And It Is What It Is by Thundercat. Now, first off, I just want to say Oh, let me not be me. Never mind. Rod, go first. <laughs> All right. So I'm this one was tough in the sense that Des said earlier that, that Chloe and Haley may be riding the wave, and they may be, but my heart says Chalumbo. Mm. Mm, mm, I'm going mm. with Chalumbo. All right. Well, Des. You're kidding me. You're going Chalumbo? 
I am, man. Oh my, my heart. gosh. Wow. Right. My, heart. my heart's going to Lumbo. That is interesting, really. It sounds like you disagree, but what is no, your vote? No, no, no. That it, it is tough, but I'm really surprised you went with Janae. I don't know why, but um <laughs> again, like my brother said, I really feel like Colin Haley gonna rack up these Grammys. And that Ungodly Hour album is really, really good. It is them transforming from that sweet, innocent um little cloak that we've seen them with to becoming women. And it's it's a great album. Men, women, in between. I don't care which you are, you're gonna like it. It is definitely a really, really good album. And I am going to have to agree with Rod. Um, Chalumbo is my pick for best progressive R&B album. It is an amazing album. Mind you, Ungodly Hour is, I love it. Like Ross uh, Dead said, I love those young ladies so much. And it is such a great coming of age sound for them. But Chalumbo was beautiful. And it's not about Janae Aiko. I like her better. I mean, she makes great, she makes great music, period. But there's a difference between when she's in a relationship and when she's not in a relationship. And she is back with Sean, uh, Big Sean for this one. And it, it See, it's good music. Listen, listen, I'm gonna tell you like this. This is, I'm gonna tell you what I get the feeling I got. Like, you're right. There's those little girls have grown up, but Janae Aiko. <laughs> That's all the way grown, bro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All the way yeah, grown. She, this is another level for her too. You can tell she's grown yeah. on, on this album as well. But them girls go. They go. They might get this. One. This I'm sticking my neck out on this category. All right. So next is best R&B album. We have Happy to Be There, Be Here. I'm sorry by Aunt Clements. Take time by Giveon. To feel love by Luke James. Bigger Love by John Legend and All Rise by Gregory Porter. Uh, Des, who's your pick? Um, I could go um with the big name here, but I'm gonna go with this artist who's been bubbling that I've been hearing about that really only has one project out, and that's Giveon. I'm gonna go with Tech Time. Mm. All right. Mm. Right. What about you? That's very interesting. That's a jump out there. Des, I appreciate that jump. That's that's interesting. Well, me, I'm gonna keep it conservative. Um, you know, I know John has gotten them before, but I, I gotta. He's consistent, man. I'm gonna have to go with John Legend. John Legend, bigger love, and and I am going to pick. Take time. I really like Givion. He had a girl on me, but he's a whole vibe and a sound. And I really, really, really like him. So that's going to be my pick. Mm. Awesome, man. Awesome. That, see, that's what I'm saying when I when I was diving into this. I learned so much. And, uh, you know, Givion is one of them people. But I'm definitely going to have to give him a little bit more run. All right. So that is actually it for our our R&B categories. And we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we find the defendant guilty. Guilty. All right. 
So welcome back to our Grammy nominations episode. We have already given you all our R&B nominee uh, choices. Up next, we have our different rap categories. Um, We are going to be giving you all our picks. First up is best rap performance. We have Deep Reverence from Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle. Bop by the Baby was popping from Jack Harlow. The Bigger Picture from Lil Baby. Savage from Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce and Dior Pop Smoke. Oh my gosh. This is a, this is oh. a tough category. Oh, um, Rod, what's, what's yeah, your pick? Rod, you go first. Oh, who'd, you, who'd y'all say was hosting the, um, hosting the Grammys? Trevor Noah. Noah. Oh, I can't do this voice, but anyway. And the winner <laughs> is... <laughs> Little baby, the bigger picture. Nah. Whoa, whoa, Venga. whoa, whoa, Venga. whoa! Yeah, man. Some somebody's real optimistic about this country. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny as shit. Nothing. Prosperous. Damn. <laughs> oh, that is yeah, great. I, yeah, that's it, man. That's I love point. your heart, man. I do. They're going to they gonna have to, you know, they, don't they play the song when you yeah, receive yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Rod, as much as I love you, bro, Lil Baby is not going to win. Um, you know what? Since we are playing into that whole sense of the Grammys taking, uh, taking the temperature into account, uh, I love everybody on this list and who I want to win is going to be different than who's going to win. Who's going to win is going to be Megan Thee Stallion, uh, Savage. But honestly, for the song of the best rap performance, it would have to, in my opinion, uh, for the culture, it would be Dior by Pop Smoke. That song went too hard for it to not win a Grammy, but they're going to give it to Megan Thee Stallion. And I agree that they are going to give it to Megan Thee Stallion. So there we go. Um, next category is best, <clears throat> excuse me, best mel- melodic. Melodic, melodic yeah. rap best mel- melodic rap performance. So we have rock star from the baby and Roddy Rich. Laugh now, cry later. That's Drake featuring <laughs> Durkio. Lockdown, <clears throat> excuse me, lockdown by Anderson Pack and the box from Roddy Rich Ooh. and highest in the room from Travis Scott. Another tough, cat- another tough category. Oh, it ain't tough oh, for you, yes. nigga. Oh, for me? Um, no, actually, you know we what? We know. I'll go first. I'll go first on this. We know. But you know what? No, 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 no. You know who I would want to win, obviously, would be my guy, Drake. But politics aside, uh, they're not going to give it to Drake. And to be completely honest, uh, Rockstar was song of the year. Um, Ooh. Laugh now, cry later. So uh, Roddy Rich is going to get a Grammy with uh, Rockstar. Ah. Uh, the baby. I that is a good song. That is a great song. Um, and you said what, Rod? What is your vote? That song go hard. It's the box, bro. That's what you said. It's best melodic, right? I mean, that's what it's good. This is good. (laughs) And my vote actually is for a song that I didn't really care for, but for some reason. 
it did numbers, and that's highest in the room um, by Travis Scott. Oh, okay. I just, I just think that the the um the other people really like that song, um, <laughs> and they are voting too. So, so if song? yeah, everything's got a chance. Everything's got a chance. So that's a hot song. All right, next category is best rap song. The Bigger Picture from Lil Baby, The Box from Lil, uh, from Roddy Rich, Laugh Now, Cry Later from Drake featuring Dirk, Rockstar by The Baby and Roddy Rich and Savage by Beyonce. Well, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Right. Mm. It's bigger than black and white. Oh my gosh, this nigga. The bigger picture. You are very, yeah, he's very optimistic Ooh. at this point. It's still a baby. That's the best song last that year. Song is, it is the best, best song. song. I will best give song. you that. Uh, Des? I really hope you're right, Ron. I, I hope he is too. I'm, I'm hoping that he's right about these. But for the sake of um, me being competitive that's not gonna happen <laughs> uh, again um this for me this one's really tough simply because uh savage is really for me it's in between savage and rockstar and um i think uh uh what's his best rap song mm-hmm. i think they're gonna give it to rockstar as you, right. as you would say, the others really love that song. And me, I listen to morning radio every morning and I listen to pop stations. And that song was played a lot on pop radio more than Savage was, to be honest. Savage was played for the culture, but Rockstar was played everywhere. All right. So Rockstar is your vote. And I'm going again with Savage. Um, I honestly think that Megan is gonna be bringing home a couple Grammys from this show. Um, Savage went hard with the ladies, the ladies, 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 ladies. Especially that Yonce remix. And <laughs> so that's quick question. On none of these do I see it listed as the remix. Hmm. Mm, interesting. I wonder if that makes if that plays in the um you know, like, does that play into sales, how they consider it? Because the remix had to go nutty on the sales. Yeah, and I think that that sh- I'm curious if that... Well, but remixes mm. do... I just oh, wanted so. to... Yeah, I, I'm curious as to why they're not yeah. titling it the remix. But, all right. So, next category and last category... Let's do it. ...is Best Rap Album. Mm. Black Habits by... Oh, I want to get my announcer voice. Hold on. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Black Habits by D Smoke. Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist. A Written Testimony by J Electronica. King's Disease from Nas. And The Allegory from Royce59. Rod, what is your pick? A written testimony by Jay Electronica. Whoa, 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 whoa. He it was so simple. Yo, arguably, arguably, that album had in the song, let me get it twisted. Let me let me get it right. The song is um damn man. 
Well, what I was going to say is that song, that album arguably had one of Jay-Z's hardest lyrics ever. Mm. Ever. On the song, uh, I'll find it because I was just listening to it not too long ago. Uh, but yeah, man, it, I don't think there's nothing else up there that can basically mess with that. I mean, I can understand King Disease. Of course, you know, that's predictable if you know me, but <laughs> nah. Oh. Nothing can mess with it, yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, Dez. Well. The Blinding is the song, by the way, with Jay-Z's, mm. uh, with tra- featuring Travis Scott. Please go listen to that song. Jay-Z really, really did something there. Well, let me put it to you this way, man. I keep, I said this before. I'm not sure if it's going to make it into the podcast, but Jay-Z got snubbed at the Grammys that they were honoring him. And I don't think they're going to clean up and give him a Grammy. Uh, well, give Jay Electronica a Grammy simply because um, Hove's on it. I don't think that's going to be the reason. And honestly, I've been watching the Grammys for years. And they always get it wrong when it comes to best rap album. What well, they usually do, I won't say always. They usually but they got the nominations wrong, first of all. But yep, go ahead. They I do. digress. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yes, let's start there. They <laughs> do. But um, I think for the culture, we all know Jay Electronica should win this. But uh, the competitive nature in me, just so I could win this, I'm going with the album I've never even heard before. And that is Black Habits by D Smoke. Oh, my God. What? 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 Yep. I've never even heard the album, but D Smoke, I think he was nominated last year too. And I've never listened to the guy, but for him simply to be nominated for rap album of the year and for him not to have that mainstream push or crossover in like the real hip hop culture, I think there's something to be said for that. And I think he's going to win. Even though I'm blown by the pick, <laughs> the explanation kind of recentered me. But no, nah, he's not winning it. <laughs> okay. All right. So this was a tough category for me to pick from because, again, they got it wrong. Um, <laughs> they got it wrong. But if I had to pick, I would say King's Disease, Nas. Um, mm. If they were to get it right. On the the shit they got wrong. <laughs> Look on the shit they got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Kings oh, yeah. is actually my second. You know what I mean? It's just a dope album. Yeah, I, it was a really really dope album. Yo, and give it up for Freddie Gibbs for being nominated too. Right, which is underrated yes. artist. A very underrated artist, but does that make sense? No, that's not why that, they got that it wrong. They got it wrong. They got it wrong. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, but you know what? It, it, it was um, it, it was a cult classic when it came out. Like a lot of people were talking about it, but um, but for me, I think uh, Benny the Butcher should be in there again. Like I said you could easily take a Griselda album, one of the few from last year, and just swap swap that right on out. <laughs> You know, a burden of proof. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why little baby wasn't in there. Yeah, little baby was snubbed. So listen, for little baby, and y'all, y'all get me right because I'm new to him. Is this more of a a a thing that that album? I mean, that song was just so hot, and he really didn't have anything on the album because I don't Mm -hmm. know. 
No, no, the, the album, album was yeah. <laughs> the album was fire. Yeah, I can pull up the track list. They yeah, okay. this is a snub for him. I, I was shocked when I was looking at his list last year and saw that he didn't make it in there. I I couldn't understand. And so I, I know for sure on sales he went, but me. Yeah, he went crazy for Corona. All right, he went crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm th- yeah, this this album, the the nominees, they aren't off of sales. What are they picked from? Is there a Grammy uh, team that yeah, votes? Yeah, I think there's uh people who vote on it. Like a specific number of people, like a set number? Are they picked from the audience or is this the same people mm. they get to pick every year? I don't know. Because I these folks clearly don't know shit. They got like an academy or some shit like that. Do they have niggas in the academy? <laughs> I don't know. Because some of these are pretty left. I mean, as much as I love these smoke, and, and, and I, I feel you, that's, he's a great artist, man. But the Grammy level, I just don't and not even I agree with that. Not even saying that he's not at Grammy level. It's other people that yeah, those, well, how many five people, those spots should have been filled yeah, with other people. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because yeah. he's he very, he's very good. Well, he's great. Just don't rank in that top five, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's all the categories. Um, yep, that's episode, all we anyway. have. So next episode, we are going to be doing our general picks. Mm-hmm. Um, the general categories like best album. Best. This one's gonna be fun because I get to show off my pop knowledge. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go listen to these songs because mm. you're not gonna. Yeah, this is gonna be me. my research week. Yeah. Shout so, out to Taylor. <laughs> Hopefully Ariana's nominated. I didn't see her name in anywhere, but you know, I was just hating. skimming over. <laughs> Not hating. Not hating. Grammy's haters. <laughs> All right, y'all. So make sure y'all tune into the next episode where again we'll give y'all our general category nominees. Make sure you are following us on our social media platforms. That is the game on trial on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Also follow the Creative Geniuses Network, our motherboard that is housing all these great podcasts. So you can keep on top of the other podcasts and the great content that they're putting out as well. Um, I guess that's all we got for you. Y'all got anything else? Nah, that's nothing. I got nothing. Nothing, right? That's it. Up to down, everybody. Hey, all right. Y'all be safe. Uh, wear your mask. Mm. And we will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.